Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peverell with Marky D as always. Marky Davison, how you going, mate? I am doing pretty good. I just, you know, sometimes I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I can't believe we're still doing this, you know? We're still allowed to be on the air. We're still allowed to be around the airwaves. Your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. See, I, I can say it now because it took me two years to get it in the down pat, but like I, I wake up and go, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty fun. You know what I mean? Like two and five Steelers, but it's good to wear the jersey or the, the shirt or whatever and talk with football. And I don't know. I, I think I'm in a bit of – it's neat, neat. I, I like our show because, like, you go through all the, the bumps and bruises and then you start to get back – like, you, you get hyped up get again. <laughs> yeah, you get over it. You, you get so hyped up and you're like, we can do this. <laughs> we can beat the Eagles. Why not? Why can't we beat the Eagles? Yeah, no, I'm true, pretty true, well. True. Yeah, awesome. Good to hear. Good to hear. And so we'll kick off with the injury report as we have done as of late. Um, on the Steelers side, KZ and Watt both practice, but mm-hmm. they're not um, on the injury report, which means Steelers actually have to officially activate them. That can still happen. And it just has to happen by 4 p.m. on Saturday. So um, we'll see. What I've got a quick question there. for you. Who would they, if they could be activated, who gets deactivated? Who comes off the roster, do you think? Well, let's look at the other guys as well because there's a few more things that I, I don't I don't see what in this game and KZ will maybe because Levi Wallace has been ruled out. Um, Logan right. Ar- o- o- Logan Joby. <laughs> Larry Ogan <laughs> has also been ruled out, which is a, I think a massive loss to Steelers. I think that's bigger than Levi Wallace. Boswell's questionable. Uh, Jack Josh Jackson's questionable. If Josh Jackson was out, maybe they go KZ, but. It depends on how much the defensive scheme or what they've been doing lately has changed or not since he's been out and, and how obviously he's been in with the team, but actually doing that and, and performing those different roles um, is, is a whole different thing altogether. Um, Boswell obviously would be a massive loss. This is the sort of game where any yeah, points crazy. we can get, a, we, need the, we need the guaranteed points. So um, hopefully there's nothing there. And the guy that they used to call up for this stuff, Matthew Wright, he's off kicking field goals at... Um, KC. So we don't even have the guy that we've called upon. So what would happen there? We have no kicker. Is there, is there no kicker on the practice squad? I don't know. I I haven't seen. I mean, you know what? This is the one season where I've not really been keeping up with the Steelers practice squad, but I don't, <laughs> I don't remember last time I checked seeing one there. I can pull it up, but um, yeah, I, I just think oh, why I do that. I, let's talk about Ogan Joby though. I mean that. Yeah, man. He's done a lot the last few weeks. I, I, I like him. I like him there. Um, in the defense, I think I was talk, talking to you off air just then, like we normally do a bit two minute catch up or whatever. Um, I just like him as a stealer. I know he's been a, a Brown and a Raven before, or Bengals. He's almost played for all the AFC North. Like the, the one team I can't remember who hasn't played for it might be a Raven or something. 
But anyways, I, I like him. Yeah, he has many Ravens. Yeah, and also there's no kicker, no kicker on that practice squad. There's no kicker. Okay, so well, Boswell's questionable. Get in, so. Dicker the kicker from Texas. <laughs> Mate, he was in the draft. Dicker the kicker. It's hilarious. Dicker, dicker, dicker. Am I allowed to say that on YouTube? I think I am. That's his name. B I C K E R. Dicker the kicker. Bring him in. Then we can have. Oh, he can be the man. holy trinity of of names like that in Steelers, which is Buzz Nutter, Dick Shiner, and Dicker the kicker. Oh, you forgot my favorite, the old Christian Kunz. And I'm allowed to say that one too because that's that's a player. And I've got his jersey, so I'm quite happy. You know, it's just a good feel. Gets a good feel. Uh, uh, feel good Saturday, but no. Going back to Ogan Joby, uh, well, hopefully I do. Hopefully that Chris Boswell can play. To be honest, now I don't know what their their plan is without them. I don't know if they play. If someone goes out there and I don't know who would he would even try field goals, or you just go for fourth down. At this point, you might as well just try and go for it on fourth down every time. Um, but oh, Ogan no, Joby, Dicker the kickers news alert. Dicker the kickers actually on the Philadelphia Eagles. Is he really? That. I think so. Oh no. Can we do a, 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 mid, <laughs> a mid-game trade? Can he do an Antonio Brown take off his jersey? Hey, and run over on there. He must be on their practice squad. Oh, so I'm gonna no, go find. I'm gonna go find this out while you talk about Ogan Joby. So there's no, there's no dicker. <laughs> hey, I thought, oh, that's right. I thought Jake Elliott was the kicker for the. Maybe he's on their practice squad. I can't leave. Well, this time to make. Yeah, Cameron, dicker the kicker on the practice squad. Oh, that's that's that unfortunate. Sucks. That sucks. That, that'd be pro- probably another jersey I'd probably get just because I'm so childish. You know, it's just like, and then you just walk around in pubs and clubs and you're like, you can't wear that. So you're like, I sure can. It's, 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 it's a player. <laughs> it's a real player. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Anyway, sorry for that. I don't know why we've invested so much time in Dick of the Kicker, but anyway. Um. Well, back to back to uh, Ogan Joby. Yeah. <laughs> Ogan Joby, no, I like him, man. When you you're telling me off air too, like he's got the one year deal, and you're saying how that that you wanted him to see. Yeah, I said back in the off season, right? like when we when we brought him in, I was like, get him on a two year deal where it's front up, front loaded, so it's not an issue for the team down the track. Because if he performs, he's just going to cost you more money. I guess the only good thing for the Steelers right now with Ogan Joby in that capacity, apart from his play on the field, is that he um has suffered some injuries, so he's. Teams are probably going to have question marks, and I think he's 29 turning 30 into next season. So, I mean, that's at least the one saving grace with Ogan Joby, but I I still sit down like they should have done the two-year deal for him. Right. Does that mean that, uh, I guess, Chris Wormley's going to step up then in his place? Or do we see someone else, you know, Loudermilk in there? Loudermilk, yeah. Well, I mean, where they're at, and you look at the big bodies of... Philadelphia, probably. I, I don't know. I'd probably go louder milk, particularly with the what the running game. Yeah, he's playing pretty well too. To go louder milk, and um, like he's he's only got the I think he got the the start last week, or he hadn't played the first five games or whatever. Um, but I kind of like I kind of like louder milk too. I don't I don't think the D line's our biggest problem. Like they do get you know carved up a little bit in the run. They do get hmm. a bit you know a bit of loss in the middle of the field. They they get targeted a lot, you know. Um, but that could be a range of things. But you never know with this defense. They go and beat the Bucks, and they lose really bad to the Dolphins. But then the defense holds them in check the whole game. Sorry, the second half, and they have a chance for four interceptions. So it's it's kind of like all over the shop. Like to me, my biggest problem. I know we're going to talk about it today is the offense. It doesn't doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like anything to me. Um, it feels like a little bit of a lost cause. No matter how many skillful players we have, it does feel like a lost cause to me. But we still had a chance to win somehow, some way. Yeah, that's it. That is it. I mean, like Captain Underpants asked about TJ. Yeah, you must have missed that bit where we talked about that. But what we said was potentially, but it's probably more likely KZ comes back um, as a first. I, I, I worry about TJ. I don't want them to rush him back because he's too valuable a player for this franchise. I don't if give him another week. Like T- TJ will be ready. It depend, it de- he'll say he's ready, right? But it depends on what the coaches will do. You know, they, they could, if he's ready. I just play, think they- you leave him out. I think you leave him out. I, Give him what this week off the bye, and then come back for the for the next what ten games, yeah, nine games, yep. Or whatever it may yep. be. Yeah, exactly. Don't 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 rush that. That's not that's not something we want to rush. That would be two weeks if he's ready to go now, or if he's eighty percent, then that's two more weeks to be a hundred percent, pretty much. Take time off, and then get ready for two back to back home games where you should be not yeah. favorite to win, but a chance to win. 
And with TJ there, dead set, that's that's probably a better idea. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I know I know what everyone's saying. Like, I, I trust TJ at, like, 60%. But the way that he wants to play, if he's not ready, that's going to be a problem. I mean, you go out there and you, you do those... Well, what if he went down as well? It'd be very frustrating to see him go down again, right? If he's out there playing and he went down, then he's out. I reckon if he, if he goes in, I reckon he's a 50-50 at going down again. I don't, just mm. that, that sort of a muscle injury, he's already at, like, I don't know, on an accelerated timeline. He's probably still going to have off-season surgery on it. Like, you know, this, uh, the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Come on, like 1% chance, right? If they, go, if if they, they win are, this game and go on a run. He needs to be able to play some playoff games, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So that's if the, the other If the thing. team can rally, like if, if there's a big upset, right, and they beat the Eagles, say the big upset, then you've got a real, real chance on the back half after a bye. Correct. And Correct. get everything back together. Like, you know, fix the offense. Fix a lot of these things um, because there are some games I think we're just beating ourselves. You know, dead set we we couldn't finish uh, the game versus the Pats and the the drive killer with the Kenny Pickett against the Jets. There are some games this year that in other games where we had Big Ben we would go out there and win by three points. We would buy, buy a touchdown. Even last week against the Dolphins, you know, Kenny Pickett almost had that that uh, TD. If Kenny Pickett had that TD to the end zone, he would have been called a hero. But he stuffed oh, up. He's he stuffed still the up. guy. He's still the yeah. I know, but. DJ never runs back for that ball. And oh, he never does. No, he never, no, he doesn't. It. But, no, he doesn't. But, uh, like, Dave, we talked about last week. Dave, Dave Schofield brought it up a few weeks back, said what some of us <clears> were thinking. These these right receivers, apart from Pickens, do not help him. Nope. Do not help pick it out whatsoever. Like, you know, there's all this, like, Ben and, when we talk about Ben and AB, AB, his Brain, like I swear sometimes with AB, he had eyes in the back of his head with the ball because he would come back, he would cut in at the right time, his yep. feet, maybe the eyes went sitting in the back of his like Achilles heel or something because his feet seemed to move <laughs> himself and then he turned and then the ball would be there, right? Obviously, if you're listening on it the was like with Hines just Ward too. doesn't make sense. But like, they you don't where... see that from anyone on the Steelers in the way. No, you sense. don't. You, maybe Pickens to a certain degree. No, I say maybe Pickens. But... but he's learning, right? Yeah, and he's also a guy that's there to stretch the field. He's kind of got to go sometimes and then think about it. But, like, you see it from him when he's taking those sort of short little, like, the slants to the, but, but the outside, you know, the route outside. But, like, everyone else, like, I, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I they see. talk about, like, the Eagles trading for Kamara. If I'm the Steelers, I would have traded for Kamara at this point just because you need someone that can do that short passing. I just, you know, and I actually don't. I wouldn't have done that and anyway because they don't have the offensive line to make him work. But um you're right in terms of this offense in in that they they're so they they're close in some ways because of the players on the field, but I think they're so far away from it with Canada. And this is why they should have started Kenny Pickett day week one, to be honest. So we can, you know, progress through the season. But I, I've actually seen, you know, uh routes of like Claypool runs, right? Not the ones he falls over. But routes where he's not even he's not even a part of he's not even a part of the play and he still checks out like he's not even running a, a, a he did that a, with a, Ben he did that with Ben and, and, and it doesn't he doesn't run an NFL route he actually jogs through it like like it's, like it's practice you know there's not nothing like what we saw with AB that was like still I still think he's one of the top receivers we've ever had even though he went a bit crazy same with Heinz Ward they came back to the football they sat in zones they 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 would go one on one with a cornerback and beat them all the time. Body position. We talk about all these things to be an NFL receiver, and and Claypool wanted to be top three. He's nowhere near top three. You know, he doesn't he doesn't do any of those things. All he does is have a chance to, to catch the ball, and he can't do that. Mm. Now DJ as well. We might have seen his ceiling too. DJ, he doesn't come back to the ball. He does that that move all the time, which doesn't do really you know work. I understand too. There's no ownership. There's no ownership from anyone but Pickens. In and I say this because, <clears throat> really. They don't get any balls. They all complain. Mm-hmm. If they don't drop the ball, it's it's counter or it's a bad route. It's sort of this or it's that or it's whatever. None of them. And it's not just what they say. Like, yeah, sometimes they will deliver these like, you know, standard, you know, messaging, you know, we call it in my industry, you know, when they're in the interviews. But like, it's how they play. Like, they don't act like they want the ball. Like, I don't want to hear DJ, oh, you know, I need to get more ball. I need to do this, I need to do that. Because when you do get it, you drop it half the time or a third of the time, whatever the actual stat is, or you don't come back to it. You don't look to make that play. I, 
you know, Kenny throws people that 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 pass that he threw down the stretch to to Freemuth in that tight window that wasn't open. Like Freemuth had to outstretch the ball. He threw him open, right? And that's where you talk about actual NFL throw power, not distance you can throw at 40, 50 yards. Can you put it in the tight spot? You know, remember in the preseason, there was that, st- you know, apparently Kenny had amazed the Steelers with the revolutions and spin that he put on the ball. They didn't expect mm. to see that from him at that stage. Well, you saw that with Fran. Kenny can do it, but he needs some damn help. Like, I, how many I, games is how many games is like Deontay played fifty? How many games has Pickett played? Like three? Yeah, and you're just not getting it. Like, uh, I just don't. You are right with the ownership. They don't. They don't to me, we talked about it before with Claypool. I don't think he wants. I don't think he is a receiver. It doesn't feel like he wants to be a receiver. Because you look at guys, and he's a flex tight end. We even talked exactly. We even talked about off air just before this, and we're talking about you know. Um, uh, D, uh, Debo from from San Fran and those kind of guys, right? The actual real receivers, you know. Uh, we talked about who's the guy you like out in Charger Land. Um, Keenan uh, Allen. Keenan Allen, yeah, guys. Keenan like Allen that. could have been, been a receiver in like any time in the last twenty or thirty years and been a really good receiver. Like that guy catches everything, short stuff, long stuff, Goes the intermediate routes, you know, passing, gets the check, play. like moves the offense. Like when Rivers had nothing there, you know, he he kept that going, like. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Uh, they're not going to bring back Juju. Is it, is it to a, bring is it him to a in. Point bring Keenan Allen in. <laughs> but he needs a championship. He's a good. I like Keenan Allen. I'm a big fan. Of him. Is that to a point that maybe Claypool and DJ are just guys that won't be here on the roster next few years, and they're just you know I don't know. But it seems like they have checked out. It really does. You know. And well, the thing about DJ is it's like you, um, you paid like we paid him and. I'm just glad we didn't pay him what. Remember, I, I I know I have. To, I know I'm saying it literally every week, but it just keeps coming up. But like I said, remember how many times I said he's not a twenty plus million a year wide receiver. He's just not. Mm. You know, like and the the they've got to figure it out. But I mean, at this stage, I I remember looking at his cap number. Like I don't think DJ is good enough. He's just not going to ever be a number one. You know, imagine if DJ was your number three. You'd be feeling really good if DJ was your number right. three. Number two, feeling probably all right. Um, or even if he just he's like a two A or or whatever, and he gives you something different. But Kenny just needs more. Like, and I don't know. And the, the only you think about Najee, I think Jalen Warren is doing everything he possibly can. But and I know the stat sheet doesn't tell everything because he's a great pass blocker. But it's not like Jalen Warren's broken a 40-yard run. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're all loving him because we're so... Like, I feel like, as Steeler fans, we've been so bashed into this two yards of carry thing uh. that when we see someone that hits the line with a bit of gusto... And don't be wrong, he had that awesome first down that he got when they plugged it through on four and two. But mm. you just kind of am like, how can they not put it together? And it goes back to what you and I have said for a couple of years now. You watch other teams play offense and it's fluid. It's exciting. It's, I mean, almost like a bit like a, I don't want to say like a matting game, but like it just, it's easy and it works. And they can be a team that's like one and 15, right? And yeah, they're losing a game, but they might, might be like the Lions last year where they lost, you know, six or seven games, whatever it was by, you know, less than a score or, or less than a touchdown. But with us, it's like, it's just, it's a mess. It's and you're really- not going to win a Super Bowl in this era of doing that. It's not the error to do that. You have to be able to score 30 points at least every second game. And we are so far away from that. It is like I mean, 10 points last week. Yeah. Well, the um, the Steelers are averaging, I think, I think, 14 points per game. And they haven't scored 20 points on offense yet. So, and Chris Boswell's at our guy, right? So, there's a lot of pressure on this offense because the offense is is oh statistically pretty bad. It's 32s, 30s, 31s, 29s. It's, it's all kinds of bad. But then you look at the skillful players, but nothing's really really clicking. I don't I don't think that the players are really checking in because the old days like Heinz Ward or Brown were there. It was fantastic and fun to watch, and you knew you had an explosive offense. Yeah. And we haven't got that. So, and our defense is doing the best they can. So every time I go into these matchups, like versus Eagles two and five, <laughs> yes, they can win, right? Any, any given Sunday, they can win. However, if you're going to play like, it's the same way you played last week, uh, score 10 points or whatnot, and you can't get – in seven tries, you can't get in the field for a field goal, then you will lose this game. You will lose the game against the Eagles because Jalen Hurts will start to rip it up. 
They definitely will. They're going to run the ball. They'll do RPOs. He runs the football too. He can he, he can score touchdowns. So on on in that sense, it is pretty hard to watch this. And, and there, I've I've heard reports now that they're giving Matt Canada one more chance. I don't think he deserves one more chance. I've used it now. Well, what's before. one more chance? One more chance better not be another year. Oh my God. And people one say more. about moving Deontay, like it's gonna it's gonna cost you like 20 million in dead money over the next two years. Like you're not moving, they're not moving that. Not when you can relegate him as a number two or three wide receiver. And what do we have? We have DJ for one. Is he a free agent next year? No, 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 no. We got him for two. He did a two plus one. Oh, so okay. he's here till 2024. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to – unless they're going to get a one for it, then I'm not trading DJ. The only way I really see if this offense starts to click is if they they got to really open open the playbook up. And I'm talking about – Matt you know, Cannon like, was kidding when he said that. Did you see that this week? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you liked my tweet when he was like, yeah. oh, this, this, this offense has a chance to be really good. It's just like a damn, we just need the wall to break. I'm like, no. No. And you know what? Prove me wrong, Matt Kanda. But no, mate, you're delusional. Is is he saying that because um he knows is the bad? green stuff legal in Pennsylvania? Because man, he's on it. Like he's on something, but he, I feel like he's saying it because he knows he's bad. Like there needs to be a like self-reflection. If you're walking around the locker room thinking you must be thinking it's my fault. If you're Matt Canada, you have to be thinking it's my fault. Right? I don't think he it's, is. It's... How can you say something like that? I think it's uh, oblivious. I think he doesn't think it's his. It's like Boswell telling him, you know, it wasn't because of you. I and that must be true. Him. That must be true now then too. Oh, it come on. It's got to be, man. It has to be true now because of all the stuff. But so if in my in, in my eyes, he's got seven days to look at like ESPN at least once, you know, he could easily find himself on the stat, on the stats and go, actually, we, we are 32. <laughs> You know, so I, I don't really know with this guy. I, I kind of want to see him go, but you're right. If they go and if they go and scrap him, then what do you have there? Offensively core, it, it, how do you start again? What plays do you design do you know to get what? involved? You know what? Sometimes these sorts of things, and you've seen this in, you and I have seen this in a lot of Australian sports as well. Sometimes you just got to simplify stuff. Yeah. You know, like all this pre-shift and motion Oh, if it works, shit. it's good. But we don't have the place to do it. We don't have the line to do it. Like, you know, just simplify it a little bit, especially for a rookie quarterback. Don't make it too hard. Plus, is it is it besides it's not that complex anyway with Matt Canada? It's like motion, sweep, run for two yards, and then maybe try and throw <laughs> downfield to Pickens. He's blocked. Kenny's got to throw it to someone else who's covered because Matt Canada hasn't schemed anyone open. I mean, I'm sorry. It's like, it's banal. Yeah. Well, they, they don't even really use the players that are in motion. I've watched it a few times. Like, you watch it. They don't really, they, they just go in motion to go in motion. They honestly don't use them to set anything up, to set up picks, to set up uh, different plays. And that, that one pass to Gentry, the shovel pass, why are you giving a ball to Gentry when he's flat-footed from the start? That cannot make any sense. You and I would know not to do that if we were offensive coordinator. You don't give a big guy a shovel pass unless he's near the goal line. It was like second. Well, why would you give don't... a guy who's six foot seven a, a shovel pass? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You know how low he's got to get, which is at the same height almost as like what a five foot nine to eleven cornerback, you know, needs. Like it doesn't make any what sense. About, um, what about the double reverse? What are your thoughts on the double reverse? It doesn't work. It just doesn't. It, not not the way we do stuff. You know, to do a double reverse, you need a really good o-line and you also need an offer to me i don't think it works in his offense like it also works in college when they with people's don't the, the defensive schematics are nowhere near what they're in the nfl but it doesn't work i just don't think it works for a team that doesn't throw shotgun enough and i don't think uh, you know like it works for me in my mind in like a if like the cardinals right with Murray where he's going so far right. back all the time, yeah. right? That the team's used to that. Um, and the defensive teams are expecting him to go that far back. But then with that sweep, when there's two guys going across, it's like, crap, there's three guys, but has Murray still run away with the ball? Like you can almost do a fake reverse sweep if you wanted to, it'd keep you questioning. I don't know how they think on the Steelers it's going to work. And it only works as well when you've got a run game, when you know that they're, they're worried about you doing a play. play. I, like, I think it works when people think instead you're doing play action. I don't know. I just, they, it's, 
just no. Like, they're not that team, man. Like, it doesn't... Put it this way. Logically, right, and it's kind of weird in the NFL anyway because you go backwards to go forwards. But, like, I mean, it's like a lot of sports, really, and as well with the rugby sports. But, like, the like the like to get a first down, you've got to go forward. And a lot of what Matt can do is hanging around in the backfield. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't philosophically make sense half the time. Like the passing last year with Ben, where, I mean, that was also on the O-line and couldn't keep him upright. But like, unless he threw it super quick. But some of these short passing in the backfield to Najee last year. No wonder Najee screwed up this year, man. Like what we what we did to him in his rookie year last year was criminal. <clears throat> Well, Matt Canada did say a few weeks ago or something on his on his press conference, he tries to, you know, get a few yards at a time. He's happy with getting one, two, and setting up for a third down and two. So that's what's frustrating. <laughs> Eric asked you in the live chat. I think they focus too much on Newton's first law of physics and object in motion will stay in motion at constant velocity. Yeah. <laughs> Look, and Alfred brings up the fact that, you know, they did hit a promising play on an RPO. I've seen, I've not seen enough from that Canada full stop to think he's promising in two years. There's nothing. Not with the hype. That How many been. times do you think we've said this fella's name? I kind of don't want to say his name anymore. How many times? I've got all the podcasts I, I do and stuff like that. How I'm many still waiting for the Matt Canada offense. Have we seen the Matt Canada offense? No, it's, it's, it's he, we always talked about the system. It's a broken system. I've caught a bike. But I understand I how it works in college. I just think the NFL is just so much faster. So much the people are so much smarter. The defensive cohort like schemes are so much more sophisticated. And 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 honestly, the Steelers, I just don't think, apart from Muth and Pickens, have the offense that makes you guess and wonder in general around the defensive scheme that you're putting up against the Steelers. Therefore, why are you going to worry about some of these motions and sweeps? And they never get going. There's never any like oomph to it. I got a question for you. Why did why do they why haven't they brought up uh, uh not Benny Snell uh McFarlane yet to change around the offense a bit? Why have they because, not involved him in the game? Because I don't think the way the O line is blocking, but I, I also and more so don't think that Canada knows how to work with a running back like McFarlane. So if he doesn't know how to work with a running back, like because McFarlane's going to need you to hold those gaps in the middle and then hit a hole, right? And and right. and he there's all this other crap going on with these motions. It just doesn't. You've got to rely on the interior line, every single man in that interior line holding his bloke, or you've got to rely, you know, with McFarland. If you see what he did really well at Maryland with some of the big gains that he had, he went down the outside, and I don't think that they can the the lineman can wrap around and like and move like that, and and and. You know, you brought you brought McFarlane in when you had Pouncey that, that could do that. And and I just don't think they're set up for that. But um Jared Devil says here Danny Smith doesn't want McFarlane on special teams, but I thought he did quite did quite well in the kick in the yeah. kick return game, right? Well, why can't you use him as a kick returner rather than than uh, than Osheski? I just think they're not using a lot of players. Like we haven't we have not seen Osheski at all really play on the offense, you know? In, yeah, in but he fight. had an average lot. It was the last game of the preseason. It was the second or the third game of the preseason. He no, but no, no, I get it, right? I get, it's not, I'm not really saying on the, on the actual skill though. I'm saying you got these players. They're not really doing Yeah, you're not, they're not using, they're not using. You're the not, you have Miles Boykin. They're not yeah. using him. You have Steven. Well, that's, that, that's a good, that's a good example, right? Boykin in the, in the theoretically and what Matt Canada wants to do is a big wide receiver who can go into the slot, who can move around, who is quick, should raise some level of question on the defense, but on the opposing defense. But he never makes it in. I, I really I really rate Boykin. I reckon Boykin... So do I. Boykin, I rate him too. I, and the way Claypool's playing, like, I mean, I know he had that good game a couple of weeks back, but, and people talk about trading him, and I don't think you're going to get what you want from him. I My thing is, if you're going to trade Claypool, save it for draft day when someone misses out on the wide receiver prospect that they want. Right, particularly because some of the wide receivers that were touted in the draft in college this year going into the draft aren't actually doing that well, and there's a few guys that are injured. But if you did trade him, I don't think you're going to have like a fifty percent drop off with Boykin. But this, I don't this think is you're what even saying, have a thirty percent drop off. Like this is what I'm saying, right? This is what I'm saying. So we have a lot of players who play teams, and they don't they don't play the offense. However, the offensive players, Derek Watt, Benny Snell, Miles Boykin, right? All these guys, Osheski. Yep. Steven yep. Sims. Yep. 
and we wonder why things aren't being creative on the offense. They're not, they're not implementing it into the game. Other teams do that. Other teams have so many players. Like the Chiefs now have all these guys. Of course, they're really, yeah. they're really special guys. But why aren't the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Matt Cannon offense, are they just happy doing what they're doing? Obviously, they are. But why are you implementing strategies or ideas to get Steven Sims the ball, to get Miles Boak in the ball? And you can't just tell me, tell me, okay, on the depth chart, you've got one, two, three, four, five. I don't care if he's fifth. He's, they're probably, right now, they're all the same to me, except Pickens. They're all the same. They're all just players. They need to go out there and play. Pickens is the only standout. So, so to me, why aren't you getting things more involved? We are getting the football too. Sims to Boykin to these guys, or you are using. I know I'm you know saying. I think I'm, you know the problem. Using... You know the problem with him is exactly, and I, it just it just hit me as you were saying that with all those guys. I think the problem with this is that Matt Canada comes fully from college, and I know people are going to go. This person was at this thing and whatever, and you know they made it to the NFL. I don't think he knows how to scheme in the NFL properly. I don't think, <laughs> I, I, and I don't know how you. I've had people. <laughs> Best comment of the day. They don't um, do a SWOT analysis. Strengths, weakness. That's probably true, actually. Correct. Threats. It's probably very true. Great. You know comment, what? John. I'm, listening to, this, I'm listening to this book at the moment by one of the, guy, one of the guys um, <laughs> that was in America's Delta Force for years, right? This audio book I'm listening to. Mm. And he talked about, um, you know, and he did like, you know, Bosnia and the Gulf Wars and all the rest of it, right? Basically, like being in the Navy SEALs, but you know, the Delta Force. Anyway, and I'm saying that more for the people that aren't Americans. Obviously, most of you know the difference between Delta Force and the SEALs, SEALs and all that. Anyway, he talked about the three M's, right? And that was how he made decisions. So it was the mission, the men, so the guys around him, and then me, right? So I didn't, he didn't make decisions about him first. He didn't make decisions. Like it was like, how do they achieve their objective? How does it affect the men around me? And then me, Matt Canada. It's me. <laughs> it's it's the mission, and then it's the men, and it's like, mate, if you don't use the men right, you're not going to achieve the mission right. But don't. And, and, and I just I was thinking about this week when I heard it, and and I applied it to different facets of my life, and I just thought it's pretty obvious when you don't think about your objective. His objective it needs to be to score points and gain yards, and he does nothing that delivers that. They've scored ten touchdowns the whole year. And a lot of it's uh, two touchdowns to receivers too. That's it. It's pretty bad. Yep. So, no, I, I agree with you 100%. It, it's, it, it's really fr- – like, how does he walk around the building and say, <laughs> I'm, I'm the opposite coordinator? You should be like – you should be under a lot of – under the pressure. And, you know, they're really – offensive kumquat, mate. <laughs> yeah, something something is like – something's got to, got to give. <laughs> Do you know um, what? He's an offensive coordinator and offensive coordinator. It's offensive the way that it's offensive. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's 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 horror. It's it's crazy how far we've fallen. The Steelers have fallen down, and this year's two and five. And I think I would love to see it, but at the same time, in the back of my mind, I don't think we are going to see this game. I think we're going to see the exact same thing. The the running, the the trick They'll plays. That don't we'll all be going. Oh, they're going to get close, and it's. You know, yeah, the defense will help us out, I think, as well. I think they'll, they'll play better. But overall, I think it comes down to the like the personality of the offense. We just don't have one right now. And the, it's not no fair on Kenny. People keep talking about the three wide, the three. Yeah, what are your offenses. thoughts about um, Kenny being a bust? I've heard that all, Kenny's all week. Not a bust. Come on, man. Kenny's not a bust. I, I, didn't, I didn't say it. It was the incident. If you put, if you put, if you swap Kenny for Hertz right now, like. Oh, I think Kenny's a better thrower than Hurts. I think Kenny's got some balls. I'm, I, I think Kenny. I, I, I really like Kenny. I don't think we've put. I don't think he's got the infrastructure around him to be successful. And that's why people talk about. Oh, if you're doing a coordinator, you do three coordinators in one year. Blah 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 blah. You know what's the point in having, not making a change because you're worried about the impact of that change. But continuing the status quo, even though you know that it's not working, that's the bit that for me is like the question. And as you come back in, Mark, so what I was saying basically was like, what's the point of continuing the status quo where you don't change a, co- a coordinator because you're worried about Kenny having too many, but you know it doesn't work and you know it's detrimental. Change it. Change it. That's that's the big question I don't understand because, it, you know, we always talk about our stuff here in NRL. 
They would they would have cut this guy in a heartbeat if he was an NRL coach. Oh, he would have been sacked. He would have been sacked. Two it, games he would ago. have been cut. The interim Bang. guy would have came up. There's no issue about you, Carl. You you don't want to give Kenny um, three coaches in 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 two years. You're going to stuff his development. No, no, no. Having Matt Canada's. Oh, I said his name. Having that guy. I hate saying his name now. Having that guy as your coach will stuff your development. In the NRL, he would have not lasted four games. If he, if he was scoring a one try game, he would have been ousted. A guy would have came up, and he would have found a guy in the off season. That should have happened, and it needs to happen today. Yeah, I, I just don't. They need to. They needs to be figured out. Britsburg, I only agree. In the English soccer, he would have been sacked. So for some reason, I think they, I think also the NFL does things a little bit different. Like they seem to hang on to these, and maybe the, the Steelers do it too. They hang on to these these coaches and players a bit too long before it's too late. You know, right now I've you've heard reports they might get rid of him. But if you're thinking about might, just you know, hammer down the nail now and say see you later. And the, to me, it would not it would not um, stuff up Kenny's development. He's a pro player; he'll be fine. He'll figure it out. Imagine if you went if, if you're at your job, Maddie, right, and mm. your boss is being awful to you, and you you had oh, but I got had three bosses in three years. Ah, well, you still know how to do your job, right? One hundred percent. I mean, it yes, make it, any yes, sense, it's not that, easy. It's not easy, but you get on with it, like. Yeah. To me, that argument of saying, well, you're going to give him three offensive coordinators in three years. No, but the offensive coordinator right now does not fit what we're doing. It's not It's not working. It's just overall, look at the stats, look at the way you play. No one can convince me that they're actually working. And I'll oh, give him time. Give him time? Why would you give him time? It, there, there, There is nothing that this guy can do. And the only way I can get back on the train, if he goes out there and, and scores 35 points a game. <laughs> That's the only way I can see where I'm like, oh, it works. The, the, I really don't want to say his name anymore. The system works, you know? So I, I'm really just done with the guy because it's so awful. It's, it, as a Steeler fan, wake up at 4 a.m., it is not fun to watch. Uh, it's scoring 10 points. It is it's really not. unenjoyable. It's like, not. like I would rather them be competitive and have some play to go down the field. But you know these plays just aren't working and the players aren't buying into it. Kenny Pickett's trying his hardest to go out there. Yes, he shouldn't have thrown that ball to the Dolphin, but it, it's uh, oh, probably never. <laughs> Robert Cotting says, when we invite Matt, Matt Canada to the show, he can come on the show. I'd love to chat with him about it. I'd love to have a frank discussion about how ridiculous it is and explain, explain to me the theory behind an offense that goes backwards, never goes forwards. Do you know what? Yeah, Do you know, the other thing? Oh. you know the other thing that frustrates me about it? Sorry, now I'm going to animate they don't even hold the ball that long. It'd be different if they held, the strategy was yeah, we, we, we hold the ball so long, our defense can be fresh and cause the other team's problems and turnovers, and the defense dropped three interceptions last week, right? That'd be different. But they don't even hold the ball that long. Like, what's the point? No, you're right. I believe uh, – I'll check it now. So time of possession, we are – oh, boy. Uh, 29 minutes and 25 seconds average. No, no, I want, it's once per drive. That's the one that I like really come home on. What's that What's one? That one. The, the minutes per drive. Uh, oh, here we go. Right. 238. Oh, boy. <laughs> 238. That's three plays. It's 5.79 plays. It, it's actually gone up. I'm shocked. <laughs> but it's wow, gone so up it... since Kenny's been in. When Trubisky was in, that was like 218. Yeah, but even coming out of the Dolphin game, they, they had a three and out. And you think, I always think, it always boggles my mind. You had the whole half. You had 35 minutes to eat your oranges, have a, a halftime prep show, a speech, and they come out and do the same thing. So we are going through some like, you know, um, the great one says that we have zero identity on offense. We really do. Besides players like Muth, I think playing is playing really well. Um, and I think the guys like Pickens too. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Now, you know, do you, do you think we could, like, let's talk about the game a little bit. Do you think we can win this game? Because I, I want to see them win, but I well, just don't know. Well, look at these stats. Even though the, the Eagles are 6-0. I mean, obviously, they're coming up with bye, which helps them. 
They've scored 20 offensive TDs. The defense has allowed 14 TDs. They're fourth in offensive scoring. They've got the fourth best defense. Um, Jalen Hurts has six TDs to two um, interceptions. So he's only averaging one passing TD a game. They've got 13 rush TDs. Hertz has six um, of those 13 rush TDs. So, I mean, in many ways, you know, Hertz is doing things with the legs as well. It's not like they've got the best, you know, passing game in the league. Their expected win-loss ratio was actually 4.4 to 1.6. So somewhere in that four-win range and, a, and a, almost two losses range. And they're 6-0, like, and they've got a good team. I think the thing that struck me was interesting this week when I was doing War Room and I do my rookie report was there's a lot of guys that everyone hyped up in the draft. They're not even using those guys, mate. They're using most of those guys on special teams. And even mm. Jordan Davis is only playing like 30 to 40% of the defensive snaps. So this is a team that's going to get better next year. Yeah, this is a team that's got that. like a top three pick in the draft next year that's got six picks in next year's draft. Like, man. And yeah, they've got massive, they're going to have massive needs on the offensive line and part of the defensive line. But like, yeah, it's look, it won't surprise me. It's what I said earlier. The Steelers will be in it unless they get blown out early in the first quarter. It'll be toward the end of the third quarter. The Eagles will make a big play, or they'll 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 go two scores ahead or a touchdown ahead, and we'll be playing catch up, and we'll commit more mistakes, and Matt Canada will flounder, and you know what? It may well be bye bye during the bye. You know, you know what it might be. It might not be the bye. It might be bye bye. I don't know if anyone else can hear that, but Maddie just sounded like a robot. Um, <laughs> that might have been my headphones. I'm not too sure. Uh, was my, am, I, am I checking out? My internet going all right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, that's what I find frustrating, though. Like, you know, with that guy who might be fired, right? Just get rid of him today, but they won't do it. But, but anyways, I, I, I think, yeah. It, it, wait a minute. Is, is Jordan Mylata, he's, he's the Australian, right? He's playing, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool to see, but he's he's a good fellow too. But you're right; they haven't not using any of their draft picks, and they're still going well. Six and nine is pretty good, you know. And we haven't won in Philadelphia in, since 1965. It's like everything. Did you know the last time I read this stat too, that the Eagles lost at six and nine was against Big Ben? You're right. Yeah, so it's setting up the exact same way for Kenny Pickett rookie. Yeah, um, but Big Ben didn't have Matt Canada. <laughs> Oh, they didn't, have, I, they didn't have that guy. That guy. Oh, yeesh. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I, I I just want to see something completely different. Completely different. And just to get... Because I think we're still still a chance. Like, the, the, we, the, they got a chance. They, but they need... They need... Yeah. The de- we're going to win this game if the defense shows out. And I... If we had a... a like take at least got one of those three drops last week on defense for an interception. I'd be feel a bit more confident. I just here's a question: What were your thoughts about Mike Tomlin's response on uh, they had to get them in order to win the game? I wasn't a fan of it. I really wasn't. To me, to win the game, you had to go drive and get points, not rely on on not rely on four interceptions. That was one of the yeah. worst Mike Tom. That was one of the worst Mike Tomlin answers. So I've ever it builds on a narrative that I'm seeing that I we I allude to sometimes about scoring points and needing to be able to score thirty points to win. And and I've seen a narrative do the rounds on social media this week around the Steelers try and play this year two thousands nineteen nineties football where the defense holds them low. You hold you run the ball. You do small shot passes. You don't try to make no mistakes and you win that way. And that's not the league, the NFL. That's not the way the NFL operates in 2022 when you've got Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Stafford last year, even Kyler Murray when the Cardinals have got the right tools around him. Even, you know, Lamar in a way, Joe Burrow, you know, well, I'm naming half the AFC because that is the reality of the football, of good football teams now. And so that comment is probably for me the first real time I've sat there and actually questioned. Me too. Is Tomlin, is Tomlin past it? And I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying I'm in the fire Tomlin camp. But if you can't recognize what that they are doing, 
Nah. And you know what? You know what? I know the Roonies. I know Mark Khan won't want to risk his career on it with the Roonies. But he also won't want to risk his career sitting there supporting a coach that's not playing football in the right, like that, that's not playing football in a way that's going to win games. And so I don't think the other thing we've got to remember is Tomlin has never had a losing season. And so you've got to give him, if he had three losing seasons in a row, then I think about firing him. But if he had one losing season, next year it's positive. They go out in the playoffs or, you know, they just miss or whatever it is. Fine. I'd still keep him for that third year. Like, I don't think Tomlin, like Tomlin's done enough to deserve a bit of leeway. But I'm getting a little bit worried now because this team is so far away from so far away in their current in their current philosophy from competing with the best teams in this league. I, I yeah, agree. Brian, Brian Brown says Maddie with a list of people who think it's I, I reckon that was the most laughable comment I think I've heard from Tomlin in a very long time because he pretty much shifted all the blame onto the defense saying we didn't yeah. t- we didn't we didn't get those uh turnovers. However, the defense didn't allow one point in the second half, which really is is amazing to me. But and, but in fairness to Tom- oh sorry, I'll let you finish, I'll let you finish. Well the thing is the thing was what I'm saying is like so Mike Tomlin said, okay, you didn't get the turnovers, therefore you didn't win the game, basically, right? In a nutshell. But to me, it was all the pressure. And the elephant in the room right now is that guy who should be fired. And, oh, am I gone? You took yourself off. Okay. I think put, Matt you Canada, put yourself back on. What's wrong with the I think, camera? I think Matt Canada's, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't press anything. I think you did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't touch anything. I mentioned Matt Canada's name for the first time in 20 minutes yeah. and then it went out. Ninja. Anyways, I, I do think that the elephant in the room is him. We couldn't, we couldn't win because we couldn't, couldn't, couldn't get a drive. So, so one thing, but the thing about the way you broke Tomlin's comment down there, right? Think about it from Tomlin's perspective. Tomlin's a defensive coach. Tomlin's a defensive backs coach, right? He has schemed players into position. Yeah, true. To take interceptions, right? How did Miami win that game? Because remember, they didn't score any points. Was it in the whole second half or was it just the one field goal in the second half? No, but they no. they had a number of intercept no interception against Deontay. None, right? Javon Holland had a good interception, right? So <clears throat> they got th- three interceptions and they won the two or three interceptions and they won the game. The Steelers didn't get three interceptions and they were one drive away. So as I said, from my perspective, I think you can't relying on a defensive interception to win a game, you're gonna lose more games than you win. However, so I don't agree with the assessment from Tomlin there. However, I can see why he would be frustrated when you spend all week coming up with a plan, the people in the right position, and they don't do it. Like, that would piss me off too. But then I also sit there and I'm like, well, hang on. I said all off-season, all off-season. And I'm not, I'm, not the, I'm not the, you know, the guru, the Dalai Lama of Steel's football. But I said all off-season, they needed a number one corner, cornerback, not two number twos. And I know Levi Wallace and Witherspoon have had injuries, but they clearly don't have a number one cornerback, a shutdown cornerback, a number one cornerback in that room. And it costs them on plays. It deeply costs them on plays. And if they don't go address that this offseason, particularly if you're going to stick with this crap philosophy, regardless whether whether um, Canada's there or not, on the defense winning the game, well, you're going to have to get a few more people that are game changers. But in and if you get a top three pick in the draft, hopefully there's a guy like Ringo and he can, or Eli Ricks or someone like that that's going to step up and do what Sauce Gardner's doing for the Jets. Because otherwise, you got no chance. You better start finding a way to score thirty points. What's well, going to happen this weekend? Let's go. <laughs> hey man, you can still enjoy it, right? I, yeah, that's it. I'm not saying yeah. it's all. Like I will still watch this team. Of course, like I'm excited. I want to see Kenny develop. That's what I can't Same understand. Same. So People do I. go so like, do I. "Well, the Steelers have a chance," but Kenny's not the guy. I'm like, it's been three games. What? Yeah, <laughs> three games. Not even he got injured in the second one. It's been two and a half games. Like we need time. We just need you need to enjoy the season. But um, it's got to be if we go two and six, then we'll see what happens. You know, we're just going to fight through it. But if you actually look at his numbers, like Josh Allen was almost like. I want to see Kenny through six to 10 games, but like his numbers aren't that different to Josh Allen's. 
Uh, There's also love, a really good um. He's really love good the old live that. chat. <laughs> no, it's to me with the Kenny thing. Uh, it's been what two and a half games. It's fine. You know, he's a bust. He's a bust. It's Ealing like it's, it's 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 just let it just let it chill. You know, but there's so many more issues in this team than there is uh, just just on you know Kenny or the o, the OC. But yeah, there's they've got to turn around and 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 can Tomlin turn this around? That would be a mean feat if he can. If he can turn this football team around and go in the positive, holy smokes, the, the fire Tomlin crowd would be real quiet. You know, if, if they went on to win to a winning season, it'd be crazy. Well, that's why I do. Look, I hope they can do something on the weekend to get. If they get that third win, as I said on War Room this week, they're in it. Like, they're, they're, they're back in it. Because, like, I can close out the show, Mark, and you can react to this. I said this on All War right. Room this week. <clears throat> there are 16, there are 28 teams um, that have come back from pretty negative records, and, four, and, and 16 of them had records that were feasible with what the Steelers' records right now. So, for instance, they might have been two and five. They might have been three and four. They might have been one and six. And these are all the teams that came back to make the playoffs. Wait, in what year? What year? Well, I'm going to list all of them from 1970. So the Bengals, 1970, were one and six. The Vikings were three and five in 1980. The Steelers were four and six in 1989. The Patriots were three and six in 94. Uh, they made the playoffs in 995. All these teams made the playoffs. So after a bad record to start. The Lions um, made it in 1995, 3 and 6. The Chargers made it in 1995, 4 and 7. The Jags made it in 96, 4 and 7. Um, the Jets made it 2 and 5 in 2002. The Chargers made it 2 and 8 in um, 2008. 2009. Wait, wait, wait. 2 and 8. 2 and 8. And they yeah, made they the won eight, Yeah, they won like six straight and then qualified in. What, what year was that? 2008. Is that uh, Rivers? Yeah. Wow. Jets were four and six in 2009. That was uh, the can't wait, the can't wait year, wasn't it? Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ch- Chargers were 2013, five and seven. Chiefs, 2015, were one and five. 2016, Green Bay, four and six. Oh, that, was the run, that was the run year, right? The the you wanted the, to run the what do you say? Run something? I don't know. Uh, 2018 Colts one and five. 2018 Eagles four and six. And Ooh. in 2020 the Commanders were three and seven. Now the thing is the Commanders had a losing record at seven and nine and still won. I know they still made it. <laughs> but hey. but it's not impossible. But the other thing I said on, when I talked about this on War Room this week was the fact that. If you go back to those teams, most of them didn't have a rookie quarterback. And I didn't think I actually admitted and said, and they didn't have Matt Canada. <laughs> well, uh, but with that, that's going to wrap up this week's <laughs> Steelers touch down under. I'm Matty Peveril with Marky D. Marky D, can we win this game? We sure can. Go Steelers. Because you know what? You tell, there's, there's still a chance, Matty. There's still a chance. Go Steelers.